Welcome to this podcast of sermons at CUNY United Methodist Church.
A friend of mine said Sabbath is a day without should. I spent this last week at St. Gertrude's Monastery on a retreat. It's in Cottonwood, Idaho, which is about four and a half hours north of here. I took a big stack of books and a little tiny to-do list, and it was a week with very few shoulds. I first went to St. Gertrude's, I think about 25 years ago, I was trying to remember. And I've been there many times. And some of the sisters who are part of that community, I work with in ministry. So it was good to reconnect with people I haven't seen in a long time. St. Gertrude's is a community of vowed women religious, Catholic nuns who follow the order of St. Benedict, they are Benedictines. And the community includes the sisters, the oblates, and the staff, all of this community that share this way of life. The rule of St. Benedict um, states that every day should have periods of work and prayer and rest. And one of the things I looked forward to was joining the sisters in prayer every day. The sisters gather in this chapel, in this chapel, which was built in the 1800s um, from rock quarry nearby by nuns wearing long black skirts. I think that's amazing. And they, they gather three times a day, morning, noon, and night, to pray the Psalms. Well, at dinner one evening, I was talking to the sisters at my table, and I said, so, you know, you have this rhythm of daily prayer, and there's a should. You should, you know, go to prayer. And what is that like for you? Sister Janet said to me, well, it's, it's what we do. We pray. That was my commitment when I joined the order. This is the life that I joined. Sister Sue Ellen said, I don't think of it as a should. It is my life. Praying in community is their life. It's what gives meaning to their monastic living. And praying together is different than praying alone. We all need time alone with God. We need that time of listening and of sharing. As my friend Sister Meg reminded me, prayer is that time of, of saying, God, this is what I need you to know. What do you need me to know? And we need time with other disciples. We need time praying together and singing together and parading together. Psalm 100 was, that, was a hymn, a song of praise for people going up to the temple. They would walk up together singing. And you could feel the joy in their, in their song. Shout to the Lord. Be joyful and sing. The Lord is good. And we need others for that kind of joy. And I think that's something that was one of the things we lost in COVID. That was one of the sorrows during the time of COVID. We did what we had to do, but it was painful being apart. Praying away from each other, singing separate from each other. And I had to preach to a camera in an empty church. 
while kind of doing mind tricks with myself to imagine the people who were not there. This church, for over a year, worshipped by distance, video. And the first in-person gathering coming back together was about a month before I joined you. And Brett shared with me that on that first Sunday, folks were so busy greeting each other, and they were so joyful to be back together, that it was actually hard to move into worship service. And then a month later, I joined you, and COVID was still all over everywhere. And together with the leadership team, we decided that being together was essential. And so we worshiped outside where we could be together and sing and be without masks and see each other's faces. And never have I stronger felt the original meaning of the word church. The Greek word for church is ecclesia, and it literally means community. The Christians, the early Christians, we were a new religion that didn't locate God in a temple. We located God in the gathered community. Where two or three are gathered, there am I, Jesus said. And our worship wasn't about going and offering sacrifices, you know, whenever, whenever it worked. It was about coming together and praying together celebrating Eucharist, celebrating communion together, sharing the, right, the writings from the, from, the, from the larger church, and worshiping, following this worship pattern that united us with Christians near and far. Well, we worshiped outside for over a year. We gathered outside, doing all of those things together, praying together, singing together, sharing communion, hearing the teaching of the apostles, following that ancient worship pattern, and worshiping God as a community. It was so different the way Christians worship that it was given a name, Mass. Perhaps you've still heard that, that Catholics refer to their worship services, Mass, because everyone was left together in mass. And that was so different from the other religions at the time. And now, finally, we are able to be back in our church building, this building that has housed a worshiping community for over a hundred years. And you can feel the history in this place. Those prayers, those celebrations, that gathered community. There is a faithful energy imbued in these walls from all the years of the church being. Only twice in the Torah does it say not good. And one of them was when God said it is not good for the man to be alone in creation. We are created for each other. Being together changes us. Church changes us. Writing about hospitality, Sister Joan Chinister said, hospitality is the key to new ideas, new friends, new possibilities. 
What we take into our lives changes us. Without new people and new ideas, we are imprisoned inside ourselves. We gather for church because God is here. God is known in ways in the community that we cannot know God without the community. And it fills us with joy being close to God, hearing what God is saying today, receiving God in communion, journeying on this pathway of discipleship with other disciples, with people who know us and who can see us the way God sees us. I recently ran across this meme. The best thing in life is finding people who know all your mistakes and weaknesses and still think you're completely amazing. That is, that is the call to being in church together, where we can be truly honest about our failings and our mistakes and still see each other the way God sees us, as completely amazing. Church is a community of Christ followers. And we are not called together to be like-minded, but to be like-following, that we are all following Christ, committed to following God, committed to this life of discipleship, committed to seeing each other the way God sees us. We are a community with all those who call CUNA United Methodist Church home. We are a community with other Methodist congregations in our district, in our conference, in our jurisdiction. We are a community with other Christian denominations. We are a community that spans across time. To those people who first introduced us to faith, to our ancestors in the faith that go back centuries and millennia. And we are a community that is becoming. We are a community welcoming new folks, that God is calling people to faith through this church. People who are not yet here, but maybe we know. Maybe friends or family or acquaintances or neighbors. Gathering as Christian community changes us. I feel it every Sunday. I feel it every Sunday. When I catch your face, and it grows my own. God is bigger when I am with you. It is more joyful following God when I am with you. Your testimony uplifts me. You, your sharing of your gifts, gifts of, of music, of speaking, of cooking, of teaching, of leading, listening, organizing, art and design. When I hear folks talk about the power of prayer, when I hear folks sing, when I hear, when I see the people cleaning the sidewalk and, and clearing out the garden, when I, when I see people putting up pyramids and decorating the church and putting up bulletin boards, when I see our leadership team discerning what is best for our community to grow in discipleship and what is God doing here? It grows my faith. It sets me free from the limits of my own perspective. God is here 
in this church. And together, we are saved. Together. Amen. Thanks for listening. This podcast is preached almost always by our pastor, Reverend Mia Crossway. CUNA United Methodist Church is a community on a mission to make disciples for the transformation of the world. To support this podcast and the missional priorities of this church, go to cunaumc.org and click on Give. Any amount helps. And if you're kind enough to share your contact information with us, we'll continually send you things.